I am the devil, and I am here to do the devil's work. on facebook sunday morning uh i'm typically not so no i usually am <laughs> okay so only kaylee would have seen that thing that went up about me and some other guy what uh i'm gonna tell you three things and they're gonna paint a beautiful magic picture okay i'm closing my eyes all right sunday morning uh if you were on wow. facebook you would have seen a notification that i am in an open relationship with a man named austin <laughs> what fact number two that's right austin was on Facebook uh, Saturday night mm. at his at work. Fact number three. Do you work with him? Yes. Okay. Fact number three. My boss loves to play pranks. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, Timmy. <laughs> I'm going to start leaving fish in your office. Oh, yeah, you should do that. Ooh, I know tasty. when he works. Yeah, I get like three days without him being Old there. Because I'm in his office a lot. Fuck. Mm. I'll figure Ooh. something out. Yeah, you, you, you that'll kind of backfire on you then. Yeah, put but it he'll... in a drawer. In a drawer. In one of his drawers, where like you don't go in there, but he might. It's funny. In one of his drawers, with all the personnel files, uh-huh. is a saw, a handsaw. I was gonna say like the For movie what franchise. <laughs> uh, he was trying to saw. It's not plexiglass, but something like a similar material. He was trying to saw it so he could put it in a truck. Okay. That strange guy. <laughs> he sounds pretty strange. He's a big. So Simpsons you're not fan, in though. an open relationship with a man named Austin? No. Okay. <laughs> Austin, you're a great guy. You're not my type. You talk about airplanes too much. Goddamn nerd. You talk about <laughs> airplanes too much. Do I? He talks about airplanes more than you. Name one time I've talked about airplanes in the last week, in the last month. Right now, this moment. I'm referring to someone else. <laughs> <laughs> um, last time we recorded. Last time we recorded, you talked about how. You don't talk about planes a lot. No. no. You do talk about planes a lot, but it's because it's your job and it's not, but it's not annoying. It I'm is, never annoyed yes. by your plane talk. I feel That's like good. you don't talk about planes as much as you talk about working with planes. Yes. So yeah. I'll talk about planes in that. In that because yes. you're not a toddler. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you hear that? Literally everyone else I work with talking about planes is for babies. <laughs> I am notorious around my office for office, my work for a uh, saying every day is going to be terrible and being right, and B, hating fucking airplanes. So, like, is that, like, the opposite of the song from, like, the Lego movie? Yes. <laughs> Everything is terrible. Everything is shitty. Actually, the, the Decembrists have a song called Everything is Awful, and it's, it's great. Everything is awful, but this song. <laughs> True. <laughs> Who's here in my basement? Welcome to Spooky Time Presents. What are we presenting? Scream too. Something about a suspect and oh. the likelihood that it could be anyone. Mm. Stab two. <laughs> Everybody's Wait. a suspect. The name of our new series of screamathons. Uh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> there we go. We gave this a name. We did. I was trying to hint at that, but I guess I didn't. I don't know. Fuck it. Whatever. <laughs> I knew you were um, getting there, yeah. but I already like said we're doing Scream two, so I kind of shot it in the foot. Uh, yeah, scream, scream 2. Today's Scream 2. Welcome to Spooky Time Presents 
Everyone's a suspect. Everyone's a suspect. Colin Scream 2, I think is the name of this episode. Yeah, sure. I Don't. Can. It is now. Sure. I've decided. Yeah. Thanks. Yep. Thank you. <laughs> Cha-ching. Lock of the week. Name lock of the episode. Of the you know what my lock of the week is before we get into the movie? Did either of you see The Lighthouse? No, Not but yet. I saw that you Instagrammed or Snapchat Holy something about shit. it. Holy shit. Oh my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> it was so good. It was it was it was really really good and I don't exactly know what it's about or Ooh, like what it's happens. About a lighthouse. It's yes, that's like the plot is it's about a lighthouse. It's the same director who did The Witch, right? The Witch. Yes. Okay, cuz that took me a few watches too to like really take in everything with that movie. I thought that's it was right. The Witch. Am I wrong? It, it is the it witch. Is yeah, the you're right. right. I was like, yeah. hang you're on. Right. Um, Robert Eggers. Yeah, that's his name. Mm-hmm. Um, it was if if the lighthouse doesn't win the Oscar for best cinematography this year. Okay, I'm gonna pick it by myself with a little sign outside of the whatever the Dolby Hall. Theater sure okay uh, which is where they do the Oscars right the Dolby that sounds right sure um, <laughs> sure it is now yeah We've it'll decided. just be me like sad little me with a sign I that like says the lighthouse. the lighthouse was robbed I like the lighthouse um, it was just it was it's like you're gonna it, it, when you see the lighthouse this is how I was, at least, as an average moviegoer who isn't as insightful as, say, my boyfriend who explained the entire movie to me in the parking lot. <laughs> of um, course. But, yeah, it's like you're, you're going to – the movie's going to end and the credits are going to roll and you're going to be like, what the fuck just happened to me? What just ha- – what was that? What is that – is it, is it kind of like in the same vein as like a hereditary like midsummer? Like, or is it like just some, a totally no. different type of fucked up? Uh, no, it, it's – it has a very non – I don't want to say non-linear plot, but I feel sure. like that's the best way to describe it. It's it's very dreamlike and okay. sort of you're like, wait, did that happen? Did that not happen? It's a little What's bit of that happening? like ethereal kind of. Yeah. Um, so no spoilers, but you're left with a lot of questions unanswered that you have to answer yourself in your Ooh, head. Okay. But it was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen in my life. Okay. Sound design was amazing. Cinematography was unbelievable. It was in black and white, and it was also um, what's the, it, it had a different aspect ratio. Oh, okay. Like, Standard screen, not widescreen. Yeah. So there's two black bars on the side of the the oh, screen beautiful. the entire time. Okay. So, they can so add space. <laughs> and it made it feel so like claustrophobic. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was a fucking trip. That Ooh. movie was so good. I lock of the year. I think it was my favorite movie that I've seen so far this year. Ooh, interesting. Was that, yeah. okay. was that Robert Pattinson and uh, Willem Dafoe? Yeah. yeah. Batman versus the Green Goblin. <laughs> yeah. DC Marvel crossover at a lighthouse. I'll watch it. Yeah, Ooh. they were both so unbelievably good. Well, you know... Oh, wait, never mind. You already said it. Willem Dafoe needs an Oscar. <laughs> Does he not have one already? I feel like he has one, at least. He has at least a nomination. I'm I'll, say, I'll say at oh, least Oh, he was nom. nominated for Best Supporting Actor last year for The Florida Project. Oh. I didn't see The Florida Project, and I can't remember if he won anything for it, but he, I know he was nominated. I really thought you were going to say for Green Goblin. Yeah. <laughs> for Spider-Man? <laughs> he would have gotten the Oscar, but he didn't bring enough pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm done rambling, but if you were thinking about going to see The Lighthouse, and you liked The Witch, and you like movies that maybe make you think a little bit go see the lighthouse it was amazing fantastic 
Real quick, has anybody seen Doctor Sleep yet? No. No. Okay, no. I haven't either. I think I'm going later this week. My goal is to go later this week too. I just haven't. It's apparently I mean, it's not making a whole lot of money, which really blows. Right. Um, but, but I heard I've, that it's okay. I see, but like I haven't heard good. anything bad about it. I heard it's a little bit slow to start, but it like has like a phenomenal ending. I think I owe it. When they go back to the Shining <laughs> Hotel and be like, "We're done being original. Like we're just back here." <laughs> no, I'm I doing. Oh, no, I say I'm doing the audiobook right now because I'm trying to get through it before oh, I go okay. see the movie, and the audiobooks do back on Friday, anyways. So all right, perfect. Um, yeah, I, I I feel like I owe it to the um, the director and whoever made it possible to bring The Shining back into theaters mm-hmm. because Doctor Sleep was coming out mm-hmm. because that was one of the most memorable theater experiences right. I've ever had in my life. I sound like such a fucking douche, but um. <laughs> but yeah it was just it was it was excellent and so they had like a little sneak preview for dr sleep and i was like all right i'll go i'll go see it yeah for you just the people who made this movie it's the stephen king fan in me that's like i have to go you have to go i have to go totally trust me i've i've i think i've made my point that i'm a stephen king fan i really can't um yeah we (laughs) all are like right like stephen king right Um, yeah yeah i'm like yeah, I'm in love with him. Oh, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, no, but all right. Should we introduce ourselves? Yeah, we should do Who that. Are you, queen mean... of the lighthouse. What? Who are you, Queen of the Lighthouse? I am the Queen of the Lighthouse. <laughs> I'm Cammy, and I share a birthday with Lori Metcalf, and I feel like everyone should know. Oh, okay. Happy birthday! In June. Thank you. <laughs> yes. My birthday is the next one. It was so nice to see her in a movie. No. (laughs) December. Come on. Oh, I'm not great with dates. (laughs) Who are you? Kaylee's birthday is December 7th. Yes, it is. That's tomorrow. (laughs) I got to buy a gift. (laughs) It's Pearl Harbor Day. (laughs) It's Pearl Harbor Day. Yes. Who's over there? Uh, My name is Kyle. And for the next hour, it's going to be you, me, and Diane Sawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that was... What a strange plot... It was unnecessary. We'll get there. Plot in general. <laughs> and who's oh, that behind and, the desk? And I am Kaylee, and I am not rushing any sorority. Yeah, neither would I. No. No. Definitely not after that. Uh, I'm not a sorority. though. It's the frats <laughs> that are gay. I'm not a sorority girl. No, I'm not either. Even if I went to a college where we had sororities, exactly. I still yeah, would have done I, it. I don't. Kind but, of a nice way to make friends. Yeah, no, there's nothing wrong with it, but, but it's just not it's like, my cup of tea. I feel like everybody that I know who was in a every every girl that I know who was in a sorority in college, um, just wasn't a huge fan of it, especially like toward the end. I feel like I feel like that whole like sisterhood family thing is really like it's so just like pushed so severely that. Instead of, if you don't get along with someone, it's like you feel like you have to get along with them. I played a sorority. It lasted about eight minutes and they took the wig off. (laughs) (laughs) Aha! I shouldn't have worn a tank top if I was also sporting grapefruits. (laughs) (laughs) My brother was in a frat though, so I mean. Yeah, I feel like frats are just like, like dangerous but like <laughs> like physically dangerous because of all the like hazing and heavy illegal. drinking that you do a lot the heavy of the drinking, time but yes. i guess but, when um, i like when i look at it like for my brother like he like didn't do any of that like and he would volunteer to be like the um like sober, sober brother the sober sister? yeah but you know i mean <laughs> he would 
Well, no, it was just kind of that like, and he, but his deal was he's like, all right, I won't drink if you let me DJ, and they're like, okay, so like, cool. <laughs> the all night, all we are is dusty. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, a different right. song. Shut no! up! <laughs> you told me I could. Get out of my house. All right, so Scream 2. Scream 2. Scream 2 was directed by Wes Craven. Hell again, yeah. And written by Kevin Williamson yet again. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. Hell yeah. It's got pretty much uh, the same people in it, except for uh, some fun fun new characters. And we'll, we'll get to that. What year did, did it come out, Kevin? This one came out in 97. Less than a year after the first one came out. Isn't that insane? They started principal photography on this movie um, less than six months after Scream came out. Isn't that insane? They were just like, oh, let's do it. Boom, boom, done. New movie. They thought they, they shot it like Lord of the Rings all at once. Wes Craven had an idea for a trilogy, but he didn't tell anyone. <laughs> uh, Courtney, you were amazing in that last scene. Get into makeup. We got another one. Get into makeup. We need to cut your bangs. <laughs> no. no, 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 no. The bangs issue isn't until the next movie. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, if they, they shot it all, like, at the same time. They're like, all right, Courtney, grow your hair out. We need to give you some terrible bangs. Oh, that's, you oh, have man. eight days to get eight inches on that head. <laughs> it's like, ah, miracle grow. Um, yeah. So this movie, I, I love the way this movie starts. I do, too. So, because it, it was very interesting to me, I, it sucked me in right away. I, well, I mean, I really liked it. So, I mean, if we just jump into the synopsis real quick, like let's do yeah. it. Well, not real quick. But, also, you know. I had um, I had never seen this movie before, and oh. I ended up really liking it. I really liked it. I was like glued yeah. to the TV the entire time I was watching it last night, um, and yeah, you know. So they, I I love them all, but I did re- like rewatching it. I'm like, yeah, I love this one. It's this good. good one. Yeah, it's yeah. a solid movie. How'd you feel about it, Kyle? It was good. Yeah. Yeah. It was good. I have no I have no complaints that no new complaints. Like all the same things I said last time. Like people can't just walk into a room. The killer can teleport. Even when he's two people, he they can both teleport. How so? Like when the kind of hit well, when the car crash and then he regains consciousness, knows where the girls are, oh, runs yeah. around yeah. to tr- to cut them off. Yeah, that was a little weird. That was magic. Yes. Magic. Well, it's, it's it's the movies kind well, of. Well, yeah, it's Timothy magical. Elephant is magic. Timothy Elephant. <laughs> all right. God, I love him. Oh my. We'll get to that later too. <laughs> so, all right, we open with um, a sneak preview of the new film Stab with Jada Pinkett Smith. Yes. Oh, yes. She is who... such an empowered black woman. I can't wait to see her beat up the killer and come out on this on top. Well, see, <laughs> so, so she is um, Maureen Evans and yeah. she is with her boyfriend Phil Stevens uh-huh. and she like is not about this movie. She's like I would rather Sandra Bullock is playing down the street and he's yeah. just like it's free. Come on babe. Yeah. Um, there was a quote where <laughs> hang on I, I screenshot it because it was so good. But um, it was when they were, like, waiting in line. Mm-hmm. And he, like, made a comment about horror movies. Hang on. Yeah, and they're talking about, like, the history of, like, the, like black people in in horror movies. Oh, yeah. Because she, she literally said, like, um, the horror genre is known historically for excluding the African-American element. Mm-hmm. Like, that was, like, the it direct is. quote. And if you'd like to know more about it, there's an excellent documentary on Shudder right now called Horror Noir, all about oh, yeah. the history of African-American horror. Um and how it has evolved and is, you know, black people are finally being not stereotyped in in horror mm-hmm. now. Was it Friday the 13th 2 where they literally just shipped off all the black people after like 10 minutes? 
hey, like, hey guys, let's all go into town. And they have all the black people and that one Irish guy go into town. Or that one redhead. And then the rest of the movie happens while, after they leave. I Yeah, because they went to a bar, right? Yeah. Yeah, then, that was the second one. Okay. Because that's the one with, with um, Ginny. And she was like one of my, probably my favorite final girl of the Friday the 13th series. She's lots of people's favorites. Yeah, she's pretty good. She's no Jason X final girl whose name is irrelevant. <laughs> because you don't remember it. Because yes. that movie is trash. It's amazing. But it um, is amazing. Yeah. Anyway. So as they're going into the screening, everyone's given like a goodie bag yeah. from the um, production company. And of course, it I has was like, to have... holy shit, this is so cool. I'm like, right? where are these premieres? Well, and of course, <laughs> well, and of course, they have to have the ghost face mask in it. Yeah. I did go to a, a, a screening once where we got it like a swag bag. Really? Yeah. But it was it cool. was it was. Um, abduction with taylor lautner oh. <laughs> oh i'm sorry hey it was a work thing it was fine did you get a um, taylor lautner mask <laughs> <laughs> no but we did get a shirt cool hashtag team edward Neat. so we find out that stab is based off of the book by gail weathers um the woodsboro murders uh-huh um Her big break after reporting on the weather for so long <laughs> <laughs> you know that that meteorologist <laughs> um and Stab opens the same way that Scream did. Uh-huh. But what I just thought was ridiculous is that she's making popcorn, mm-hmm. but then she's running a shower, and then she's like, oh, the phone is ringing. Yeah. Like, it made no sense. Like, you would not pop your popcorn I loved, while going to the shower. I loved the little, like, cameos of the people in Stab. Like, Heather Graham is playing oh, Casey. Yes. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, later on we see, you know, others playing other oh, yeah. characters. I just thought that was <laughs> hilarious. There were so I, many, there were so many, like, not just cameos, but, like, uh, well, yeah, there was a lot of, like, cameos and then, like, people who I've seen in other things. And I'm like, oh, my God, hey, it's that person. Right. No. Oh, my God, it's Timothy Oliphant. Oh, my yeah. God, it's Portia de Rossi. Like, right. and they're all little babies. And Ellen's got to be in the background somewhere. Oh, where's Ellen? <laughs> No, I mean, that's that's the other fun thing about the yeah. Scream franchise is that they're really good at kind of just, like, throwing it's these fun. people at you. I'm learning. Yes. I'm learning that the Scream like, franchise is very fun. I'm, like, loving that you, like, haven't seen them. Like, I'm, yeah. like I like that you're experiencing it. <laughs> I'm a tiny little Scream baby. That's so, my new Twitter name. Well, uh, there we go. Tiny little Scream baby. <laughs> so as we're going through the movie... You know, Jada is just dropping truth bombs left and right. Like, you don't yeah, do this. You like don't yelling do at that. The oh, yeah. She's yelling at the screen, which. And everybody, somebody like told her to be quiet, but I'm like, everybody else is yelling. Everybody else is like stabbing each other yeah, with these fake like, knives. Like, everybody else is like cheering when they're supposed to cheer kind of thing. And she's the one shouting during the. You're supposed to shout scenes. at horror movies. Oh, yeah. Like, no, you're, hor- not. Hor- you're supposed to be quiet in the theater. Horror, you are. And typically, I am like a huge fucking brat about that but like i feel like with a horror movie there's a certain amount of like it depends on what kind of horror movie it is like if people had been like shouting and talking during the lighthouse i would have been like shut the fuck up right but like annabelle comes home right right. i'm like go ahead and scream (laughs) go ahead like i talk through it i don't care you Mm -hmm. know because those are types of movies where you're supposed to kind of like participate and, oh yeah and have fun well because like those are the movies where like the participation like adds to the viewing mm-hmm. versus like some of those movies like you said like the lighthouse you have to have that like you feel, solo i think it's because like everybody feel when you're in in a theater for like a kind of a shitty like normal run-of-the-mill scary movie it's like if you are somebody who's easily scared by those movies you want to feel companionship with your fellow theater goers Right. You, you wanna, I feel like you you want that like 
ah, ah, right? Am I right? This is scary, right? Like, you want that validation that you, like, it's okay for you to be scared and it's fun. This reminds me of when we went ghost hunting and the one girl's like, do you feel chills? I'm so cold. I'm like, shut the fuck up. It's hot as hell in here. (laughs) There's no ghosts. Shut up. Um, (laughs) So Maureen gets mad. She's like, I'm going to go get popcorn. She asks for her boyfriend's money. He said, you got money. And she goes, I asked for I your, money. your money. That was hilarious. <laughs> I, that was so good. I'm an independent 21st century woman, but I want your, your money. money. Yeah. <laughs> so I'd say, I would I would say the exact same thing if oh, I was dragged to a movie that I did not want to see. Right. Yeah. So like you can buy me snacks. Well, she's and she gets a Pepsi because this entire movie is sponsored by Pepsi. <laughs> it's everywhere. Did you notice that? No. Oh no, my god. Me neither. <laughs> Next time you watch Scream 2, look out for it. There's Pepsi littered throughout the movie. During the, some of the action scenes. It's one of my favorite cameos in this movie is Pepsi. When the killer's stabbing people, some if you look closely, sometimes the knife turns into a Pepsi bottle for just a second. <laughs> <laughs> he like turns and smiles at the <laughs> like in Wayne's world. They're going around. the choice of a new generation. Find, trying to find the killer, so they're assaulting every college person on a cell phone. And half the kids just had bottles of Coke up to their ears. <laughs> bah! Bottles of Pepsi, fuck. <laughs> Not on my watch! Anyway. So, the boyfriend... A visitor. Hello. Red light. Kaylee's it's mom fine. is here. Hang on. I need to um, Hi. pause. How oh, are you? It's fine. I'll just edit this out later. <laughs> yeah, no, keep it in. Yeah. <laughs> hey, mom. Look, <laughs> Kaylee's mom is here. Because <laughs> uh. we are in the basement. But so she's going back to go in the theater. Boyfriend scares her. She's like, Ugh. And then he said. I'd be so annoyed. Well, he was so annoying. <laughs> but here was the line I wanted to quote. I literally have the screenshot in front of me. It says, besides, scary movies are great foreplay. Yes. I mean. <laughs> But, like, the fact that he's like, oh, come on, babe. It's fine. It's great foreplay. It's fine. It's whatever. And then he's like, I'm going to run to the bathroom. I'm not I'm not going to be murdered or anything. <laughs> yeah, well, that's exactly what happens. He goes in the bathroom and, and is subsequently killed. Well, he's eavesdropping on a very strange conversation. Mm-hmm. And he gets stabbed through the bathroom stall yeah. in the ear. That was disgusting. Speaking of that. I don't think that would be fatal. Um, so I, they they kind of fucked with the MPAA. Mm-hmm. With this movie, where they um, build a bunch of used condoms after the filming. <laughs> Ew, no, <laughs> yucky. Um, that would be funny though. They um, submitted a much, much more violent version of the movie. They they filmed extra footage, extra super violent footage to splice into the movie. Sent it to the MPAA. Like, okay, tell us what we should change. They didn't want that extra gory footage. They just wanted to do the movie the way that they wanted to do it. So by taking that stuff out that they never wanted in the first place, they were able to get more of what they wanted in the movie. Playing the meta game. I yeah. Like it. But Fuck the MPAA. But, but <laughs> the funny part is Yeah. It got approved. Yeah. It got approved with an R rating. It's so the version they didn't want got approved with an R rating. Um, like in the in the version that in in like the gorier version that they did, he gets stabbed three times instead oh, of just once. Okay, just like little things yeah, like that okay, where yeah. where usually the MPAA is gonna be like, well, if you cut this down, you know, can we do right. only one stab? A little, little bit of overkill. Can we? What do- if he just 
leaves the bathroom and can, never comes back. Can we only do four gunshots, maybe? Right. Can he be wearing a cross necklace? Just, just, you know, just, just a suggestion. Just to make this a little more family friendly. Could we the need premiere to... be in a church? <laughs> that would be sick. Ooh. I'd watch Stab in a Church. I would. That's the new, like, I'm just, just going to use that clip for everything now, Kyle. I'd watch The Exorcist in a church. church. Ooh, yeah. The Exorcist in the Church? That would be scary. That, that, would, be that scary. would actually probably frighten me very much. Ooh. Scary Movie 3, where the, the priest was in there and they were making all those jokes. Yes. 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 I wouldn't watch that one in a church. <laughs> I think we'd all just be uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so anyway, anyway. So we think the boyfriend returns. Uh huh. No, we don't. Yeah, we. Well, we know he's you're, dead. You're we know. We he's know. Not. The girl. She, she doesn't okay. know. I'm sorry. You guys knew what I meant. But... You're fired. <laughs> Get out of here. Good luck. It's over. <laughs> um. Um. But then she like is like, oh, I know, and like. The, yeah. like she's like I'm scared I know this is coming next and the girl on the screen is getting killed yeah. Heather, and she like no. turns Heather into him she turns into who she thinks is her boyfriend and she looks at her and she's like ew there's blood and then he's like Haha, stabs her it was Bill, a very... were you eating jam in the bathroom again <laughs> <laughs> again <laughs> who did you find in there um, I thought this was very very a fun way to kill her because nobody knows it's happening because everybody's well, stabbing each other with fake right. knives. And I love that she goes forward up to the screen uh-huh. versus like she's just very dramatic. Uh, I mean, that was the uh, most dramatic death. She gets to the front and she looks at everybody and she's like, "Why aren't you helping me?" Yeah. And then she just like collapses. Like, I guess she asked for that sort of death. She talked to Wes Craven about it. She was like, "If I'm gonna be in this movie." I want a super dramatic death. And he was like, I can do that for you. No, I loved it, <laughs> yes, though. I mean, it was so good. Yes, Jada. I guess there was a, there were a couple, maybe it was one or two scenes in this movie where in, in the screenplay, the actual screenplay, yeah. like Kevin Williamson wrote, Wes Craven will make this scary. Like, I, oh, I love it. That's awesome. Like, oh, I love Wes Craven. The 18-minute bank teller bit where he just withdrawing money, Wes will make it Wes will make it scary. He can do it. So what funny. if Freddy pops in? <laughs> <laughs> no, that was the last movie. It <laughs> could be this one, too. Oh, Freddy's right. everywhere. Freddy's. One, two. Freddy's coming for you. All right, so she's dead. So she's dead. The next, Our next scene, we cut to Sydney. It gets a phone call. Yeah. And, of course, it's in Ghostface's voice. And yeah. she's got caller ID. So she yeah. calls the guy out real quick. He's like, oh, fuck. Uh, uh, and then yeah. she's like, it is a federal crime. <laughs> and then. I think that's funny. Just because there was. Like a, I it was some sort of like crazy statistic. Like after Scream came out, there was like a thirty percent jump in how many people in the country had caller ID. Really? Yeah, I don't know if it was just like brand new technology and people started getting it more and more. But yeah, I guess Scream had something to do with. I mean, I guess it's kind of weird to like think about not having caller ID like now because we're all just. I was say yeah, like like now when every number is just unrecognizable because it's a bot. Mm-hmm. Don't answer your phones, kids. They're traps. Yeah. But I do also yeah. like that she, like, because her roommate comes in and is like, do we need to change your number again? And she's like, it's opening weekend. It'll die down. Like, she's yeah, like, she's I like, get whatever. it. It's whatever. Yeah. Until they find out that, uh, well, first. Um, I wanted her to, I wanted to, to see her reporting that guy to the police. Say <laughs> <laughs> federal offense. She knows exactly who it is. And I feel like that would have just been a fun, like, just background thing she's doing while her roommate's talking. So. Yeah. We also we should mention that Sydney's at college now. She's at Windsor College. Sydney's in college now, and Ooh, she's got a short girls. haircut because she, it's the late nineties and it's sassy. Um, and Gail has similar hair. They've got the TV on. Speaking of Gail, and um, there's 
Cotton's on TV and uh-huh. he's praising Gail for yeah. what she's done for him. Um, and then her roommate's like, hey, there's this mixer later. And she's like, not my thing. Yeah. Who was surprised that Cotton wasn't a uh, toothless hillbilly like who's like 60 years old? Because of his name? Yeah. <laughs> my name's Cotton. I ain't even no woman. Uh, I was with my cattle all night. Oh, man. Every time I see him, though, I'm like, oh. Leah Schreiber looks yeah. so much better with a beard. Yeah. In he Goon, does. specifically. If you guys have never seen Goon, you see should. Him? Um, he's the, he's the guy that Sean William Scott's character has the fight with at the very end. I only know that Sean William Scott was in that movie. Okay. Watch Goon. It's about hockey, but it's very, it's, it's great. It's one of my favorite comedies. One of my favorite sports movies. One of your favorite slashers. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite Sean William Scott movies. Um, some girl runs up, says, hey, check the news. So they go back and watch the news and they find out that Maureen and phil have been murdered yeah while at the screening and the screaming (laughs) panic at the theater panic at the theater (laughs) um the second sydney walks out the door she's trying to she wants to find randy Mm -hmm. um walks out the door she's getting hounded by reporters right away she just barrels through them and then so we get to randy in a film theory what happened in that theater is a direct result of the movie Itself. That is so moral majority. You can't blame real life violence on entertainment. What? Wait a second. Yes, you can. Don't, don't you even watch the news. Yeah. Hello. The murderer was wearing a ghost mask, okay? Just like in the movie, it's directly responsible. No, it's not. Movies are not responsible for our actions. It's a classic case of life imitating art, imitating this life. This is not a hypothetical. It's not about art. I had biology with that girl. This is reality. Thank you. I agree with you. Let me tell you about reality, Mickey. I lived through this. Okay? Life is life. It doesn't imitate anything. Come on, Randy. With all due respect, the killer obviously patterned himself after two serial killers who have been immortalized on film. Thank you. Right. Are you suggesting that someone's trying to make a real-life sequel? Stab 2? Who'd want to do that? Sequels suck. No, wow. Come on, man. Oh, please, please. By definition alone, they're inferior films. It's bullshit generalization. Many sequels have surpassed their original. Oh, yeah? Name one. Yeah. Aliens, far better than the first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, there's no accounting for taste. Thank you, Ridley Scott rules. Name another. No. <laughs> Aliens is a classic, okay? Get away from her, you bitch. I believe the line is stay away from her, you bitch. It's film class, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, gotcha. whatever. You know what I mean. Another. T2. Mm. You've got a hard-on for Cameron. Big one. Yeah. <laughs> but wait a second. The first Terminator is historical. Yeah. Sarah Connor. Yes. <laughs> Wait, all right, all right, all right, okay. House two, the second story. Oh, what? I got it, by the way. I got it. The Godfather, part two. Alright, that's enough. That'll be a wrap. I love this scene. I do too. It's fantastic. I love it because Randy's wrong about a bunch of stuff throughout this movie <laughs> too. I don't know if anybody like so they're they're talking about sequels. Yeah. And um, they don't also. And Mickey, Tim- Timothy Oliphant's character, oh. which I was so delighted to see him oh, in a film. I adore him. Um, if you haven't seen Santa Clarita Diet, he's in that with Drew Barrymore, who uh-huh. was in the first Scream. Kimmy, um, Kimmy, you were like dropping like references left <laughs> and right. You're like, hey, hey, and I love They it. have the most amazing chemistry yeah. ever. Oh, yeah. In that the fourth season no. or third season? They did three seasons and then it got canceled. They're not doing another one. 
I think it's, I think it I'm really sad that. that they're not doing another season. That was such a good show. What the hell, Netflix? You're the kid. You made the King, which was just a Game of Thrones ripoff, and now you're canceling <laughs> Santa Clarita. The kid, the kid who played what's his name, the the neighbor kid, who was friends with their daughter on Santa Clarita Diet. Oh, the the nerd guy. Yeah. Yeah, I can't remember what his name is on that show, but he he's on um. The Righteous Gemstones, which is the Danny McBride show that I was just talking about a few days ago. He's great. Like It's like I'm getting my fix of Santa Clarita Diet <laughs> sort of through that show because he's on it. And he's really funny. His name is Eric on the show. Eric. That's it. Yes. Um, I need to look into Washington. Yeah. So they're talking about um, how, some, how sequels are better than the first one. They do bring up a couple good points that... Uh, James Cameron doesn't have any of his own good ideas, but he can make great sequels off James of someone James Cameron else's. makes a very good... I think that Terminator 2 is better than the first one. I haven't seen Aliens what? all the way through. I've, I haven't seen Aliens all the way through, but I don't think I will. I would like it more than I like the first one because I really, really like the first Alien. They're very different movies. Because the second one's like an action movie, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, but there it's that's kind of James Cameron did that with Terminator as well because like Terminator Terminator's a horror movie. You can't fight the Terminator, so they were just running. The it's scary. Movie. It's a scary movie, but then Terminator Two is like this badass action movie, my favorite action movie of all time. I'm not a huge fan of action movies, so that's not really saying much. But I fucking <laughs> love Terminator Two. Um, what else? What else do they say? Uh, that those are the only two examples they give, and then um. My favorite character in the movie, my girl uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar. Uh-huh. Daphne. Like, oh. <laughs> oh, Daphne. <laughs> What'd you say? She said Daphne. I said, I said Buff- Daphne. Uh, yeah. Buffy. Buffy. I was um, thinking Buffy. Yeah. Taylor so, was like oh, Buffy. <laughs> I think, I think <laughs> because so funny. I think because I just watched like the live action Scooby Doo's. Yes. That's why that's on my brain. Plus, uh, you know, she's in a. She's like, hmm, what's going on? Like yeah. later down the line. Matthew but... Lillard is in Scooby Doo. <laughs> well, hey, there's did... too many actors in the Scream movies. Well, wait, They're all did, in things you know with that, each other. That, that he had a, a really quick cameo in the movie. Yeah, he's in the frat party <laughs> yes, scene. Mickey's hugging him, which is interesting mm-hmm. foreshadowing mm-hmm. if you catch it. Mm-hmm. But, I didn't. Um, I didn't either until I read it, and then I I went yeah. back. Um. Oh, but Mi- I think it's Mickey who says that um, the Godfather Part Two is better than the yes. Godfather, which is mm-hmm. which is true. Oh yeah. Um, Can we come up with some exceptions to this rule since we've listed three good sequels? What are th- three bad sequels that would have been around in 1997? Oh God, like I, I feel like, like that's like shooting fish in a barrel. Well, like, <laughs> name a name a few like iconic like franchises that had bad sequels. Jaws. I've never seen Jaws two. Jaws two is okay, but it's not Jaws. Why the fuck did they make sequels to that movie? I don't, I don't, I'll never understand. Kimmy, do I need to show you a picture of a pile of money or can you just imagine one? Yeah, I, I can imagine one, Kyle. Thank you. Hollywood has no soul. Anything for a dollar. Um, the, uh, I was going to say the Lord of the Rings movies were a couple years away, but, um. Those all are, they get better. Top tier movies. And frankly, this is the fact that the large army scenes get, keep getting larger. The fact that the third movie the the third movie in a trilogy has holds the record for the most Oscars won <laughs> ever is amazing to me. Still, it will never not amaze me. Let's see. Oh, they talk about Star Wars. They talk about Star Wars later, later on. Later on, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and Randy's wrong. He is wrong when he he's like, no, it's technically not a sequel because it was planned out from the beginning and it's a trilogy. I'm like, actually, that's not true mm-hmm. at all. 
no one believed in Lucas at the beginning. <laughs> Han um, Solo? Why not call him Jim Jam Flim Flam? <laughs> May as well. Um, he was also wrong with the aliens quote where he goes, he correct- get away, get away from her, you bitch. And then he's and like, no, it's with, stay away from her. Stay you away. Bitch. It's actually get away. Like the first guy was, why is Randy so dumb? Well, cause he just, well, <laughs> speaking of, you know, on the way out, he gets like asked, like, "Well, what would you do? Like, how would you change it? Like, Mister, like." And he goes, "I'd let the geek get the girl." And yeah. he sprays the stuff in his mouth as he goes to Sydney. But we find out that you know Sydney's already taken and spoken yes. for. Sydney's dating the chubby kid from Stand by Me, <laughs> aka Derek. Yes, <laughs> aka Jerry McDonald. O'Donnell. O'Donnell. I'm gonna call him Jerry McDonald. Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> Jerry McDonald. It's O'Connell. Jerry O'Connell. Jerry McConnell. Oh, um, well, and then it doesn't take long for Gail to show up. Yeah. And I was going to point out when um, uh, Jerry first kisses Sydney. Yes. Uh, you can see the guy just look away like disgusted. Like, yeah. Randy, yeah. Randy is pissed. I'll just bide oh, yeah. my that time. That he still he can't date her. Which is, which is a running thing through this movie, too, because he brings that up a few times. He does. And so I... Oops. It's like sorry. there are any other hot girls in my film theory class. Get away from me, Sarah. Michelle Geller. Oh, I was like, that's Cece. Um, Cece Michelle Geller. <laughs> so we also have a new camera guy because, you know, the last guy got cut. Gutted. Murdered. Yeah, so he, her, he's Joel. He's, yeah. Um, and he is also a... He's adorable. He is. I, I love I that really character. Him. He's great. Um, You know, he's, he, he's, he's another one that's dropping those, like, truth bombs through and through. Like, he's like, yo, I'm just here to do national television. Like, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Uh, what was it probably like $15 an hour? No, I'm not going to try and find a killer. <laughs> <laughs> right. And then we are also introduced to Debbie Salt, who is yes. another, who's the local reporter. Veruca's mother. <laughs> oh. Just um, I thought her name was Debbie Spice. I had a whole joke set up for that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Debbie Salt. Yeah. And well, Lori Metcalf. She's great. Mm-hmm. She shares On a Roseanne. birthday with you. She shares a birthday with me. Yes. I share a birthday with her. She was born first. Who's the queen of that day? Come on, Cammy. Own it. Me. Yeah. 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 Me. Um, Always Cammy. I share my birthday with five people. Five, and that's it? That's crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> five people that I've met, like not even celebrities. I didn't look for it. I just keep oh, okay. seeing that like we all have the same birthday and it upsets me. I share a birthday with Aaron Carter. <gasps> and Pearl Harbor. And yeah, well, yeah, happy birthday, Pearl Harbor. <laughs> a day that will live in infamy. Oh, God. We have nothing to fear but the Japs. Yeah, don't say oh, that. <laughs> That's not the correct nomenclature. It was um, for uh, Roosevelt. That was the 40s. It's also interesting when they do the press conference, like, Gail's just, like, taking it over and, like, asking all the questions. Yeah. And, like, Randy kind of gets an attitude. And Sydney kind of is like, hey, remember she saved our lives? Like, be yeah. nice. I love how And she then did. Gail is subsequently a total cunt to her. Yep. <laughs> So that's fun. I love her next. like, hey, uh, uh, Chief, uh, Gail Summers, I wrote a book. Now, who do you think is... Gail the- Weathers. Gail, Gail, Gail Summers. Summers. <laughs> I'm thinking Buffy still. She's on my mind. Oh, no. <laughs> I did have expect Cece to drop kick the killer at one point. It's a shame she didn't. So good. Do you know that Sarah Michelle Gellar took this role without even reading the script? Yeah. She was just like, yeah, I'll do it. Well, I mean, yeah. you have to look at how successful the first movie was. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? Yeah. She's just like, okay. And, I mean, compared to what she did last summer. <laughs> oh. Hey, um, I've never seen that movie. No? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I, I wouldn't Brandy rush to go is in it, it, I know. And I love me some Brandy. And Jennifer Love Hewitt, too. 
That's true. Yes. Mm-hmm. And there but were brandy. I love but, brandy. But brandy. The alcohol or the person? The person, but probably also the alcohol. Yeah, I'm not picky. <laughs> Give me anything with brandy in it, and I'll fucking yeah. Have I'll be time. there. I got it. <laughs> have a good time. That's brandy with three eyes. Anyway. Oh, and uh, don't eyes. forget, you know, Dewey is also here. Yeah, Dewey's here, and he's, he's got a wandering limp. around a tree. Which I'm sorry, him. it took way too long to explain what was going on with his whole limp and arm situation. Like they did not talk about that until way later in the movie. The whole time I was like, "What is wrong with him?" Yeah, they, they took way too long to like explain. I don't why. know. I don't know if his lines were just not written well or what. But David Arquette's acting in this movie is not good. That was like the only gripe that I had with this movie is that like. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just didn't, I think I just didn't really love his character in this movie. No. Why doesn't he talk about his sister? It's very strange. You know what? It would um, upset the audience to remember that Rose. No, you know what? <laughs> Wait until the next one. Okay. Because that, but yeah, no, okay. not, there's no mention in this movie either, which is super weird. Because seeing like it's his sister's his whole tie to Sydney anyways. Yeah. You know? All they mentioned is like, we're the survivors from Woodsboro. And like, what about all the dead people? Who gives a shit? That was last movie. Move on, guys. Oh, did I forget to mention that Sydney's also um, acting in college and she has her first starring role? Oh, in yes. This she's play. an actress now. Ooh, we get to that scene. She I probably was in high comments. school, too. We just didn't know that about her. <laughs> we got to get there. Yeah. Um, they talk about Gail's fake nudes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which was she, but when she's anyway. like, that was my head and Jennifer Aniston's body. I thought that was really funny. Well, the. Did you see that that also was, there was, that actually happened in real that life? That actually happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, that's so But it's silly. also funny because it's like another friend's tie says there's kind of a lot of that in this movie too. And they talk, yeah, they, they talk, talk about, about how David Schwimmer plays yep. Dewey. In... In, yep. Mm-hmm. So I said there was a couple of friends um, references in there as well. Um, did the actor that they say played Randy, was did he ever go on to do anything or was that just a random name? Did they ever say his, the name of the actor? Who plays Randy in the movie? Jamie yeah. Kennedy? No, in uh, the Stab in movies. Stab. Who plays oh, Randy? I was like, what? <laughs> I don't remember. Um, I don't either. Because all he says, like, in that ice cream shop scene was like, oh, you know, they're giving you swimmer sh- money. They got some sh- schmuck nobody to play me. I thought he might have given a name. And maybe with the span of 30-some years, he would have done something famous. And it would have been a neat thing. But no. Oh, no, I didn't. Not to my knowledge. I can't remember well enough. Um, My brain. It's okay. Um... The next part's kind of awful when Gail kind of, like, goes over to talk to Sydney and then, like, springs Cotton Weary on yeah. her. Yeah. Sydney, what's that over there? And then, whoa, what's this? Cotton next to me? Oh, whoa, what a fantastic reunion that happened. Well, I mean, like, accidents. and Cotton's trying to be like, hey, like, I forget, it's all good. And, like, Sydney's obviously, like, pissed. And then she bitch slaps, you know. Yeah. <laughs> She's very Gail. good at hitting Gail. Yes. Did um, and then... We ever get a scene where she says, like, I guess I was wrong, like, before this, where she admits that he didn't kill her or... Is... She possibly is still harboring, like, I don't believe the evidence. Like, he killed my mom. Um, I don't. I don't know. Yeah, that's well, that's I actually think... a really good question, because I was but, thinking about that um, I when think... I was watching the movie last night. I think it's because they knew that, like, Billy, like, because, like, she found out, like, down the line that it was, like, Billy and Stu with that whole situation. Yeah. So I think she's like, oh, I guess I was wrong. I don't think she ever really, like, I guess based on all the times I've watched it. I feel like she doesn't it, admit it she on doesn't camera. Admit it, no. Yeah. I feel that that would change the, too the scene a bit from... Gail just being persistent and a bitch to Gail being a monster and trying to make Sydney talk to this person she thinks is a murderer. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's, it's again, it's 
it's a whole thing with because she's profiting off that whole thing and then you know she had a lot to do with cotton getting out yeah and i mean and cotton's pissed because he's like you you didn't you thought we had an official interview like you promised me my 10 minutes yeah so he's very hung up on his like he wants his money for being wrongly accused of murder Mm mm-hmm which the state should give him money. You're, exactly, yeah. If you're falsely incarcerated, you get, like, big old bucks. Um, also, you get to kick a cop in the dick. <laughs> That's a fine print of the law. Not many people read it, but it's there. Interesting. This is, And this is also when Dewey and Gail are, like, in the same space and reunited. And I just love when he reminds her, my name is Dwight. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Is that what that's short for? Interesting. I thought it was short for Dudas. <laughs> But so an obvious... drop. Did they did they <laughs> oh. just flirt in the first movie or did they ever actually do anything? They were kissing. They were kissing. Yeah, I'm okay. pretty sure. Based on it's like they got together like and then like it fell apart by the time yeah. this movie starts. Um because she wrote a bunch of shit about him. She did. Well, yeah, I mean like that's the whole thing is he like is rec- I think I love he's when like, he's like on I'm this, an amateur. Well, he's like on the, he like recites like the page and then the quote. Like he's like he like memorized her book like yeah. every time she like when he was there's a whole thing about him like being like um like an amateur kind of yeah. and he's like have you ever thought that that's like a defense like you know i'm trying to make him think that i'm stupid like stupid i almost said stupider <laughs> yeah, more approachable so i could blend into any situation and turn to my advantage yes thank you <laughs> which do you think when these murders occurred do we knew he would see gail again and so he memorized that or do you think he was just so obsessed and unhappy about it he had it just off the cuff ready to go i don't know i don't either because one of them makes dewey seem extra crazy that's true but I guess mm. I don't know if I would feel that way too, though. If someone written like that about me, I, I think, think I would. I think I would hang that. on to yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, I would. I would know what they say. Like, oh, like she called me an idiot. She called me, you know, uh, amateur. I wouldn't memorize it. Memorize the page number sure. and then, you know, recite it off, off the cuff like that. I think that level of precision to it, sure, might change his character if he didn't realize Gail was going to be there. Which, but she's always around for this stuff. So, I mean, he probably, he probably knew that she would pop up eventually. Very likely, Um, yeah. Well, then we get to jump to um, Hallie and Sydney go to the mixer Mm -hmm. at the sorority. Oh, yeah. Sydney's roommate's pledging a sorority with Portia and uh, Portia DeRosie. Rossi. Yes, Rossi. Portia DeGeneres. (laughs) Portia DeGeneres. Um yeah and they're all about sisterhood and family and like consensual blowjobs they dress in like pastels and you (laughs) it's creepy i don't know stepford did did you come across any information about um they were talking about when they mentioned the whole blowjob thing Uh and then sydney like asked like randy where he was so it's like essentially like it's insinuated that like he had gotten a blowjob from one of the sorority that okay that i remember Uh, that line i didn't think that was insinuated i thought it was like she was like where were you you know and so i was like randy's the killer i was totally convinced that randy was the killer throughout this entire movie really okay spoiler alert he's not he's not um but that's all you get to know now yeah Um, if you watch the movie but but no that was um when i was browsing the internet that was one of the things i was like oh and i went back and rewatched oh. it i was like oh good for randy <laughs> bad for randy that's um, why they call him randy <laughs> but so <laughs> while they're while they're what randy or her boyfriend derek's the boyfriend randy was the one she he walked up and she said Ran- randy's the movie guy i 
I may have, I got something confused in my head. No. I thought her boyfriend walked up and she said, "Where were you?" Oh, no, and no. that's who we were talking about. No, 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 no. no. Okay, it was Randy walked Randy, up. Yeah. Randy didn't get a blowjob. Randy got a blowjob. Randy got a blowjob. Randy did not get a blowjob. No. No. The, no. The nerd doesn't get the girl. Okay. The but nerd doesn't briefly, get a girl. He might. He might. He might briefly. He's yeah. cute. <laughs> yeah. He's just also a nerd. He's yeah. also infatuated with Sydney. His eyes would not. Avert well, but, for anyone. But, uh, no, yes, but, they would. but you gotta think. Their she's like flaunting her relationship shame. in front of him. He might need to he's go. He's a, a boy ghost. in college. Yeah. Like I think he's. Yeah, yeah. that's that's. They'll fair. fuck anything that moves. Except Sarah Michelle Gellar. Apparently. Have you ever met a nineteen-year-old well, boy? It's ridiculous. Cammy, <laughs> I was nineteen Wait. for a whole year. <laughs> that's but crazy. So speaking, you know. <laughs> speaking of Sarah Michelle Gellar, she is the sober sister for the night at mm-hmm. the other sorority. Yes. And um, she thinks she's on the phone with her boyfriend Ted. She's hearing noises. She's on the phone. With, she's on the phone with her friend. Her friend, who is uncredited, voiced by Selma Blair. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which is very funny um, because they were in Cruel Intentions. Yeah. Together. Mm-hmm. I wonder um, where Kevin Bacon comes into this because we got six degrees every di- in every direction. <laughs> right. Reese Witherspoon was also in Cruel Intentions, right? Yeah. And mm-hmm. she was almost Cece. They considered her for the part of Cece. Alicia Silverstone I as guess. well was another yeah. one. We need. Um, I want three things from CC: pretty, blonde, skinny. <laughs> any, any, anyone who fits those traits can be in. Anybody will do. They were considering Randy for CC for a little while. <laughs> it is also so the roommate, the person you're talking to on the phone, literally says, "Kill, kill, kill, die, die, die." Yeah, and she's like, "It's not funny," and they're like, "It is," and then she's like, "Oh, it's Ted," and then the room, yeah. you know, the friend's like, "He's dumb, don't," and she's like okay but you're better than him Mm -hmm. come on sarah freddie's just around the corner cc freddie prince jr (laughs) i was like wait freddie krueger oh ah, they're still married and happy they are are. i follow her on instagram that's adorable do you want to die tonight cc she she's cc's smart enough where she like knows like nope i'm getting out of the house i'm not dealing with this but Mm mm-hmm Unfortunately, that doesn't really work for her. Yeah. Does she try and get out of the house? I thought she yeah, locked no, the door she, and turned the lock on. She ran up the stairs. No, okay. But like a first, big dumb idiot. First, she runs outside because she thinks she's not in the house alone. Oh, yeah. And then she can't get to, she can't call campus security because so she, she comes does, back. So she has to come back inside. Yes, I thought they were messing with her phone. I thought she was standing inside when she called. No, it was no, no, like no, too was, far away because yeah, it's it was 1997. Too far away. Yeah. Okay. And then she's back inside. And then, you know, they're like, don't forget to set your alarm. Like the phone, the person on the phone's like, don't forget. And then she does. And Ghostface is already in the house. So now she's like alarmed herself in the house with yeah. Ghostface. Gets her upstairs because she runs upstairs. He pushes her out the balcony. And then she's like pushed off the balcony. And she's dead. But she gets stabbed first. And then first. she erupts great bat-like wings and soars into the <laughs> night. Setting herself, herself up for a sequel appearance. She was watching Nosferatu. And yes. at first I was like, why is this sorority girl watching Nosferatu? And then I decided to come to my senses and stop being a bitch. And I realized <laughs> she's in a film class. Yep. And also I think that it was a nice little like vampire slayer. <gasps> yeah. Was she Buffy yet? Yeah. When did she Buffy was, start? She was, um, I guess she was on a break from filming Buffy for a little while to film this. Hmm. <clears throat> Good for them. It was like the summer they were, they filmed it. I guess they filmed this over seven weeks, which that's is kind of long. Days. I feel like that's kind of long for a film shoot. Seven weeks? Yeah. For a well, horror movie. For a horror movie. Yeah, for a horror movie. Usually it's like 20 days. I was going to say like, <laughs> yeah, it's like 20 to 28 usually. Yeah. The apples you buy at the beginning aren't rotten by the end of the yeah. film. Yes. It's crazy. 
Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> Goodness gracious. Um, and then, of course, this, the party kind of gets broken up because they're like, there are cops. And then they run and then they see that Cece has also died. Mm-hmm. Um, Sarah Michelle Geller did her own stunts. Did you really? She fell off the balcony. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Good for her. They did out the part where she turned around and threw a knife back at the killer. Her <laughs> Buffy training just wouldn't go away. Have you seen the movie, Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Yes. Fucking love that movie. I can't get into it just because it's... Sarah Michelle is the only Buffy for me. But Christy Swanson's a good Buffy. She does fine, but she's just not Buffy to me. All right. Okay. It's also in that sorority party scene is where they bring up the Empire Strikes Back for Star Wars. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Idiots. Don't um, they bring up Return of the Jedi, too? Because he shouts Ewoks. He says something suck. about Ewoks, yeah. Well, no, it's the... um. The roommate says, like, oh, I love those things. And he's, like, and then Mickey's, like, Ewoks, and they suck. Yeah. Because, like, the roommate, Hallie's, like, oh, I like those those little furry guys. I love the Ewoks. I'm not a film too. buff. That's why I'm I love later. Return of the Jedi. There are some people who are, like, Ewoks are stupid. I don't Ewoks know. Ewoks are stupid. Oh, I, I, don't, love, I don't think they're I, stupid. No. I mean, I understand that they're sort of, like, the Jar Jar of the original trilogy, but they're not as obnoxious. They only appear in one movie as They're really ugly. Have you ever them. actually looked at an Ewok's face? They're disgusting. They're just really fuzzy. <laughs> like, would... they're not cute. Have you ever seen stuff on, like, the internet about, like, oh, this is what a bear looks like if you shave off all its hair? Yeah. I want someone to make an Ewok if you would shave off all its I hair. I do not want that. And just see that disgusting It would look like a thumb. With a gross face. Sounds yeah. like my ex-wife. <laughs> <laughs> you married her. That was before she was thumbed. Oh, no. Anyway, Sarah's dead. I didn't turn off the movie, but I almost did. Oh. Sarah, no. And then what? And I wasn't then... sure who was going. I was like, Kyle, Kyle, are you taking the synopsis here, or do you want me to keep going? Oh, no, you can keep going. I was just, oh, I wasn't sure. Yeah. The way you guys can here. share it. I know, yeah. just the way you were holding. I was like, are, are you going? Um, I did have to refresh myself on what happened oh, directly sure. after that. But I remember now. De- Debbie Salt kind of gets the scoop on Gail yeah. and is like, Oh, this is what's happening. I'm yeah. off. I'm running away now. And then... Um... Wow, she had some good reporting instincts to be there completely by accident. <laughs> That's true. Um, Look at this knife I happened to find in the bushes. They're... <laughs> Derek and Cindy are still at the sorority house. Yes. Um, he wants to take her home. But before they can leave, the phone rings. And for whatever reason, she feels like to pick up the phone in someone else's house. Yeah. And of course, it's, it's Ghostface. And she's like, well, show yourself. And he's like, LOL. Okay. Okay. <laughs> and... I- so now she's going at it with Ghostface. Um, nice. Der- Derek runs in because he's like, Cindy gets out, gets away. Derek runs in after him. Yeah, because he's an idiot. And then Dewey runs in not long after. Derek's like, slash, he's bleeding out of his arm, all yeah. that stuff. Um, and then, Don't worry, it was only a flesh wound. He's fine. Yeah. Suspicious. Well, and then um, it's once they get to the hospital, um, Wes Craven makes a cameo. Yeah. He's one of the doctors. Kevin Williamson's in this too, very briefly oh, as the guy, okay. the guy who interviews Cotton. Oh, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Did not catch that one. Yeah, me neither um, until I Cotton, read it. do you think your backstory <laughs> is well written? <laughs> <laughs> um, they're kind of being questioned. Cindy's yeah. like really struggling with kind of what's going on because she knew it wasn't over mm-hmm. and, you know, her friends are there for her. You know, Mickey's really kind of just comforting her. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a quote that I really liked where it said, the 90s are no place to be a hero. Yeah. Which I was like, the A, you know, just kind of based on the movies, you know, the first one and then this one. It's yeah. like, it's true. Um, Derek starts to accuse Dewey of being the killer mm-hmm. because Dewey, like, appears after the killer is yeah. already through. 
Um, Look at that weird ass hand. Only a killer would have a weird ass hand. <laughs> Take my strong hand. <laughs> oh no. I'm sorry. That's exactly what that reminded me of the entire movie, though. <laughs> me too. I was like, oh, oh dear. I'm just thinking of that now. I think that was any inspiration for a scary movie, too. Maybe very loosely, but it could have been like something, you know, because like I said, I the scary movie kind of was yep. drawn out because of Scream. So. Yeah. so maybe they went back to the sequel of Scream for their own sequel for a little, like a little bit of inspiration. Like obviously, like, I don't think there's a scene in this where Dewey is right. shoving his cripple hand up a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a little bit out of left field. <laughs> Dewey, the answer is on the video tapes. What the fuck? <laughs> what are you doing? Um, She's like, huh? What? Dewey, you make it so hard to love you. <laughs> Gail, Dewey, and a police officer end up putting together the connection in the order. It goes Maureen, yeah. which is the same name as Sydney's mom. Uh-huh. And then it goes... Um, you know, then it's Phil Stevens. Steve was killed uh-huh. second in the Scream movie. And then Cece's real name is Casey. And Casey is Drew Barrymore's character. So those first three kills in this movie mm-hmm. are the same names pulling from the first one. Yes. How thoroughly did, A, the police investigate the Drew Barrymore and boyfriend murder? And what did they release to the public? Because there were two corpses there. And there's no way for... Mickey, well, I don't know anything to know who died first. We know the yes, boyfriend died. Especially since Gail wrote Gail a book wrote the about book. it. Yeah. Did she have? She would have known. Yeah, she because was definitely. she was doing the whole thing. Yeah, so. Okay. So these, you know, our trio there figure it out. They're like, whoa, they're, they're following the same pattern mm-hmm. that they did there. Um, Bring me every student named Rose McGowan. <laughs> then we're like in this like, we're in some is it the library i can't really tell it's or it's it's somewhere in the cafeteria or something some sort of large open space where um, with great acoustics yes because derek decides to sing his love for um sydney to her in front of all these people like a study hall yeah, like, it's, are it's, they eating? They are eating. Yeah, yeah they have so, trays. So yeah, so so, there's an entire turkey in front of her. <laughs> But so there's this whole song and dance. Derek like admits his like love for Sydney. He uh-huh. gives her his Greek letters, which yeah. is a like, big deal. Yeah. Um, which well, also ties into something later in the movie. Omega Kappa Beta. Um. <laughs> so then Omega shaped like a horseshoe. We cut to, um, like an interview with Tori Spelling, who's playing Sydney in the Stab movies, which is a great callback. I thought to that the, was hilarious. Which is I a great like, callback oh, no. to the first one because she had said, like, but they asked her, oh, who would you want to play? And she said, with my luck, it'll be Tori Spelling. Yeah. And then they got, then that's who it is. So then. Gail heard that when she was producing the movie. She insisted Tori Spelling. Tori Spelling cannot carry a film by herself. No. No, no, no. no. And then that's this is also Schwimmer. where they um, mention David Schwimmer. And uh, well. what's his name? Luke Wilson is Billy. I was yeah. like, you look so <laughs> stupid. That was great. You know, I think, oh, I, lo- I love the whole stab yeah. inside of the Scream movies. It's so good. And that's, oh, it's a staple. Yeah. I want to watch Stab. I know. You did. It was called Scream. Yeah, I guess but I want to so. watch, like, the Stab version of yeah, Scream. Yeah, <laughs> I want to see who plays everybody. That's all I want. Um, And then we kind of... Matthew still plays. We jump next back to... Dewey and Randy are kind of breaking down this. So there's this whole thing, which I'm going to include a, a, the audio clip here. Yeah. I remember that was, but they're kind of breaking down like in sequels and like who the killer could be based on other movies. Yes. In sequels, if you have a robot, it has to be made of mercury or some mercury like substance. 
Yeah, that's rule number one. <laughs> Dewey, we have to find a robot. <laughs> <laughs> have you seen any robots lately? Um, so there are two rules, right? He has two. And three, yeah, because well, there was, was a third to... one that was cut for time or yeah, something. Yeah, so it was cut off. Um, but I'm so yeah. I'm gonna like I'm gonna have that. So if you keep listening, you're gonna just hear it verbatim. Yeah. Let's get down to business. The way I see it, someone's out to make a sequel. You know, cash in on all the movie murder hoopla. So it's our job to observe the rules of the sequel. Number one, the body count is always bigger. Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. More blood, more gore. Carnage, candy. Your core audience just expects it. And number three, if you want your sequel to become a franchise, never, ever... How do we find the killer, Randy? That's what I want to know. Oh, let's look at the suspects. There's Derek, the obvious boyfriend. Hello, Billy Loomis. The guy's pre-madness pity me service wound conveniently missed every major vein and artery. So you think it's Derek? Not so fast. Let's assume the killer, or Urs, has a half a brain. He's not a Nick at Night rerun type of guy. He wants to break some new ground. Right? So forget the boyfriend. It's tired. Who else do we got? There's Mickey, the freaky Tarantino film student. But if he's a suspect, so am I. So let's move on. Well, let's not move on. Maybe you are a suspect. Well, if I'm a suspect, you're a suspect. Do you have a point? Okay. Let's move on to Hallie. Sit with me. Serial killers are typically white males. That's why it's perfect. It's sort of against the rules, but not really. Mrs. Voorhees was a terrific serial killer, and there's always room for Candyman's daughter. She's sweet. She's deadly. She's bad for your teeth. Come on, Randy. These kids are your friends. Who do you think's the killer? How about Gail Weathers? Gail? A killer? Why not? She is vicious enough. She's an opportunist. Yeah. Isn't it conceivable she's planning her next book? That's what reporters do, Dewey. They stage the news. No, Gail's a lot of things, but Gail's not a killer. Listen, just because you're sweet on her. No, I'm not. Please, this is me talking, Randy. The unrequited love slave of Sidney Prescott. I know all about obsession. And pain. And you've got your love scar to prove. And so do you. And what's with that limp anyway? Because you were stabbed on the back. Severed nerve. Look, Gail's no killer. Okay, okay, whatever you say. But if she's not a killer, she's a target. Rule number one, don't talk about sequels. <laughs> Fight Ooh. Club. I was going to say yeah. Fight Club, right? <laughs> I was like, hang on. I was trying to think of like something good to follow it up with, and I couldn't. Um, and he says never assume that the killer is dead. Yeah. It's like the third rule. No, isn't it? It's bigger body count. Second rule yeah. is carnage. More, more elaborate. And third rule is if you want to survive, you must never, ever not, not do. And then he's like, up. I don't have time for survival. Yeah. My yeah. ice cream's melting. I love that they're just okay. in an ice cream shop and Dewey <laughs> didn't get like a coffee or just like a simple thing. Like he got like a, not a banana split, but something elaborate to sit right. and talk about. Of course. Murders. <laughs> of course. Give um, me the uh, Sunday Kablam, please. Your your Sunday favorite scene's coming up, Kyle, because we are now at, with Sydney talking to her theater teacher about her role in the play. He uh -huh. kind of convinces David her. Warner. David Warner is a great actor, but he's in this really really terrible movie that I love called A Quest of the Delta Knights. They made fun of it on Mystery Science Theater Three Thousand. It is an excellent movie to make fun of. That's the only thing I know David Warner from, even though like he's a prolific actor 
Everyone should see it. Yes. Continue. Sorry. Cammy, I love how all of this is actually like, this is actually you just recommending everything else. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have many locks of the week. Scream I 2 is it. great, but have you seen this other list of movies? <laughs> have you seen this other movie that three people who are in this movie are in? Well, I mean, it's it's fair though, because there's so many references in the movie anyhow, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Um, But so then she kind of like is like convinced to keep doing this role because like Cassandra like accepts her fate, which is the role she's playing. Yeah. So it's kind of like Sydney's kind of accepting her kind of destiny with everything yes. going on. So then they start to go through the scene. Yeah, here's where I have a problem. Yes. So the scene is, involves like, oh, I'm the, it's just her in a toga running around a bunch of people with masks and knives. Whose idea was it to put the survivor of a massacre currently being hunted by another serial killer who attacks exclusively in a mask and a knife? Yeah. And have her just surrounded with flashing lights and have everyone running at I her with knives. I think maybe she thought that she could handle it. I think it, that her theater teacher's a dick. Well, because he does, because because she does kind of say like, "I don't think I should do this." Like, yeah. I think, and he's like, "No, no, let's do it." And then, yeah. lo and behold, we see Ghostface in there with his real knife. Like, as and then she like freaks out. Yeah. Like she and everyone's taking their masks off. They're like, "What the fuck? Like, what's wrong? What's wrong?" I mean, I know you're being hunted by a serial killer and everything, but lighten up, Sydney. Jeez. Sydney, I was doing really good knife work that time. You <laughs> my phone. Um. And then Sydney also tells Derek right around this time where she's like, I need my space. Like, uh-huh. like for the second time in this movie. Last yeah. time this happened, the boyfriend was the killer. If you could just, like, not cling to me. I'd, yeah. We could, we could make it You could this. just not be creepy and not make it seem like you killed anybody that's related to me at all. That would be super cool. If you stop flicking out a switchblade every time I see you, I'd really appreciate <laughs> it. So now we are at the scene where... Um, Dewey, Gail, and Randy are all together, and mm-hmm. they're kind of talking things out again. And Joel's around. Yeah, Joel. 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 Yeah, our buddy Joel. He's yeah. there, too. But and, Joel, um, my spirit animal, just like, I'm going to go get some donuts. <laughs> yeah. You guys no, enjoy this like, next like, I don't scene. have time for this Well, shit. he also talks about getting a lot of drugs as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of drugs. I want drugs. <laughs> no, you don't. Drugs you don't do people. drugs. Shut up. Yeah, because they're so expensive. You're a weenie. <laughs> Um, do drugs, but Kyle. Not if I channel Joel, my spirit animal. Okay. You, know what? you guys enjoy this next time. I'm going to go and get some donuts and coffee. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Bye. Bring me some drugs. And, oh, no, I'm on keto. I can't have donuts. But I can't have drugs. <laughs> <laughs> can't have donuts, but drugs? Like, there's no, there's drugs no keto Drugs are keto friendly. Were, were, were you able to get your uh, wrap yesterday? I fit. was. Okay, good. And it was delicious. I have the other half of it in my fridge right now. Wonderful. I'm going to eat it for dinner tonight, I think. I had the rest of my Chipotle burrito bowl today that I had Very yesterday. Nice. So. I love Chipotle. But that has nothing yeah. to do with Scream 2. I was invited to Chipotle today and I didn't go because I had to record. And am I regretting it? A little bit. No. I had a prior engagement, though. And you stuck to your commitments. Exactly. Yes. Also, I can't have rice or beans. You know who didn't <laughs> stick to their commitments? Gail. Because she kept telling people she'll call them back. Yeah. And... Then Randy ends up picking up the phone, and it is the killer calling, saying, I can see you. Yeah. What great timing that the one time she doesn't answer, it's the killer. Of course. Well, and I mean, for all we know, it could have been the killer previously, too. But she just she was like. She recognized the voice, and the guy seemed to have knowledge not on the surface about who would be calling Gail. Sure. Gail, Weathers needs to talk to you. Well, yeah, because he picks up the phone, and he's Carl like, Gail's not here. And he's like, I'm not calling. He's like, I'm not calling yeah. for her. I see you all. Yeah. So Why then... would you assume I was calling for Gail on Gail's cell phone? <laughs> so 
Randy gets Rude. really panicky. Um, he's like, so Dewey's like, keep him on the phone. And Randy's like, what? So he yeah. goes, what's your favorite scary <laughs> movie? Or like, what, yeah, what's your favorite scary movie? And he um, starts trying to guess the killer's favorite scary movie. And they are all college themed. So that was kind of fun. Yeah. Um, and then Randy kind of loses it and just starts screaming about how Billy and Stu are more original. And yeah. And unfortunately, um, he gets really worked up and he gets pulled into the van and uh Sliced up. Yeah. Well, there's a group of students walking by just like, bumping music while Randy's yeah. getting slaughtered in this van. While the van's like rocking. Yeah. Poor Randy. So and Poor then little baby. And then our team finds Randy dead. That was so stupid. Dewey, you're a cop. Like the whole point, like that why he's keeping like Gail with him as they're searching for They cell should phone not users. have split up. Yeah, it was don't split up. And why was Randy he was in the middle of an open field. He had clear yeah. line of sight all around him. Why was mm-hmm. he going anywhere? Right. And what what do they think of this killer that I'm watching all three of you, but you can probably still come and get me? Like, he's if you get close, he's just going to hang up the phone and walk away. Right. Oh, yeah. That whole cha- that whole thing scene was just, use your noodles, people. I was like, what if he's, like, inside of a building? That's what I thought the whole time, because they're on a college campus. They're, like, in, like, the foyer. Like, yeah. there's all those buildings. He easily could have been inside just, like... I see you. Exactly. What if yeah. he was in the Google Earth car? Oh. <laughs> I thinking. see everything. Um, he almost was. The next scene we is <gasps> is a uh, Sydney what? in the library, and she gets an instant message on the computer, and she's uh-huh. kind of she asks guy around her like, "Hey, like, is your computer being on?" He goes, "Oh, no, you got an instant message." She's like, "I'm not sending." It. He goes, "Oh no, that's somebody in here." Yeah. So she checks the message. It goes, "You're going to die tonight," and the next one said, "The police can't save you." Yeah. So the detectives kind of because pull- she's now fo- being followed, followed by two two detectives. detectives. So they pull her away, but they just like set her to the side, and they're like, "We are gonna look." So they're like, "Running like, around stay the here." And then Cotton's like, hey! <laughs> yeah, so Cotton kind of springs up on her and is kind of just, um, he tells her that, you know, like, if they, if she agrees, they can go on Diane Sawyer and they'll have the full hour and... $10,000 each? I'm not going to be rude. You can have your own 10000 I wasn't even going to take it. <laughs> well, and Cindy's like, I don't want the exposure. There's the book. There's the movie. We don't need it. And yeah. then Cotton just feels like he deserves it and he deserves the money. Uh-huh. So it gets a little bit heated. Um, he, doesn't need- he gets a little creepy. Lovable and fucked up Sydney Prescott, everybody's favorite little victim. But so he raises his voice, and then the detectives like split him up. Mm-hmm. Now hey, you can't arrest me for assaulting a t- an attempted murder victim. Yeah, like I, I was like, he's being real creepy. Is he well, a killer? Well, and then once, so now he's getting questioned, and he's like, yeah. you know, you got me for uh, raising my voice in a library, but like, yeah. I'm an innocent man, innocent, innocent, innocent. He yeah. says it like twelve times. Um, just because you were innocent before doesn't give you a free card to just be innocent forever. Yeah. While he's being questioned, Sydney's also feeling guilty. She thinks it should have been her instead of Randy. She's like, I got to call his mom. Yeah. Dewey's like, I already took care of it. Cindy, like, you idiot. I called her. And then. We got a date later. Oh. Hear that, Gail? <laughs> <laughs> Sydney also tells Dewey to stop treating her like glass because she's not going to break. Yeah. And I just thought that was really important to kind of call out as well because mm-hmm. she's just like i can handle this like everyone's like yeah because i i feel like people are like walking on eggshells around her and she's sort of i think in this movie she's sort of in the last one too but in this one she falls into the sort of like damsel in distress sort of role so, for a little while her and literal last scene was her freaking out and not being able to handle it when she was in her theater production. Right. Yeah. Like, so I think there's that a reason to treat her like she's made of glass. It's a like it's important that she 
gets strong again at the end of the by the end of the movie you right. know because right. that's, that's who she, she is mm-hmm. like she's the final girl in the whole fucking franchise pretty much right mm-hmm. so yeah she can't be a weenie now you can't puss out now nev right exactly sydney um come on sit down <laughs> no, <it's fine. laughs> shut up or shut up um not up or shut up the campus is now on a lock in slash lock down so yes. it's after it's dark like nobody's getting in or out Enforced um, strictly by the honor system, as we find out. <laughs> um, Gail ends up snapping at Debbie Salt. Joel leaves Gail. He's like, peace out. I'm done. I'm not trying to die. Yeah. I'm not trying to. None of it. Yeah. So he leaves. Um, Gail kind of gets hit with that one-two punch mm-hmm. with, like, she gets yelled at by Debbie. She kind of mm-hmm. gets into this. And then Joel leaves. And then um, she's feeling really bad. And then Dewey kind of accuses her of putting on a performance. Yeah. And then. Gail's kind of like, there's no cameras here. Like, this is just me. This is real. Yeah. This is just me laying the groundwork for future deceptions. <laughs> but then she remembers that Joel has been recording footage yeah. around. So, like, oh, we need to go watch this. So they go into a huge lecture hall and that watch was, it. Yeah. This but was then, and then they make idea. out. And then they make out totally not watching the footage like yeah. they're supposed to. And then um, suddenly there's a second video starting. And um, that was creepy. That uh, creeped but, me out. But I did think it was there. But there was that comic relief when she like sees it and she's like Dewey, and his hand is just like on her <laughs> chest. Yeah, and she's like Dewey, and he's like, oh, like I can do both, right? <laughs> <laughs> so then they, so then it like cuts to like the other killings, and then it like shows them. So of huh. course Dewey like runs up to the thing. He's trying to be like the savior. And yeah, everyone's like Dewey, don't do it. You know, yeah. I mean, it's but then. They're kind don't of, do what Dewey don't, don't, don't do what does. does. <laughs> um, it's another thing. Like these people, like the killer has a plan for every encounter. Yeah. And no one picks up on that. And that gets a little annoying where it's like, I got to run and catch him because he's obviously in this spot. It's like he's either not up no. there or he's going to he's got a bomb rigged. And if it's a copycat killer, there's two. Yeah, exactly. Wouldn't that be um, a copycat killers? A copycat killers. Mm-hmm. Yes. Thanks, Kyle. Um, they killed the cat that they copied. So, <laughs> oh, no. of course, Dewey is Fluffy. up at the thing. Ghostface yeah. actually jumps out and gets Gale. Dewey falls down the stairs? Yeah, he gets um, beaten up a lot. Oh, no, yeah. my bad foot. Oh. <laughs> um, I was talking to Taylor about this uh, yesterday. And we're like, is is Dewey like the rickety cricket of this <laughs> franchise? Like, he just, he starts out like nice and pure, just like happy-go-lucky cop. And every movie he gets a little more beaten up. And like, he's like, he's, I'm like, okay, in Scream 3, does he get like severely burnt or whatever? He just like slowly gets uh, uglier and uglier and just like. You're going to have to watch to find out. I guess I am, <laughs> but I'm really excited for it if it does happen. Rickety Dewey. Rickety Dewey. Oh my God. So now they're doing the whole cat, the whole game of cat and mouse, and they're like in the sound studio. Uh huh. So. Courtney Cox has her ears on. There's. <laughs> there's ears. There's a point ah. where they get. Where Dewey. And Gail are separated by like yeah. a wall, and like Dewey's trying to soundproof like, glass. Yes, thank yeah. you. I'm like, what's the word? And like, so Dewey's like trying to get Gail's attention. That was crazy. That was scary. And then he finally like presses the button to like yell for her, and then yeah. that whole thing. Dewey gets stabbed. Yeah, all of that stuff. You're think, you know, he's down. Like he's down. Gail's able to get out, but you know, it's. Is there a reason to get Gail's attention? She's obviously in the room alone, and he's in the room alone. If he had stayed ready for the killer, he might have gotten him. Can we talk about how funny it is, though, when Ghostface is trying to break the glass to get to Courtney? Yeah. Cox? 
and it just won't. I mean, like it's budge. throwing the chair, and it's just like it just bounces off. He's yeah. like slant. Oh, I thought it was hilarious. I thought it was a good break, kind of in that. Um, this ghost face was very clumsy, falling yeah. down a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, this one was pretty clumsy too, around Sydney at least. That's true. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it, but it felt like extra in this movie though. What was that a reference to? The I think it was Aliens, right? Where um. Yeah, don't uh, they throw something at like unbreakable glass? In... They're stuck in like a lab with two of the face huggers. And yeah, yeah. Ridley's trying to knock out the window and Ripley. she can't. Believe it or not, um, <laughs> <laughs> I sometimes forget names. It's you flip it upside down and it's a P. It's okay. But wasn't wasn't the director Ridley Scott? Yes. Yeah, I was right then. <laughs> Ellen Ripley, Ridley Scott. Ellen Ripley Scott. <laughs> um, Gil looks away for a second. Ghostface yeah. is gone. Um. When Sydney leaves the police station, Derek is waiting for her, and then Hallie runs up and is like, "Oh, I'm her therapist." And they like leave. They get they get in the car with the detectives. Wow, um, eight murders in. We're finally leaving town. We um, we are on the ball. Then Derek gets taken by his frat brothers because he gave up his letters. Yeah. So then there's kind of this, and then the one quote is so romantic and so Greek. <laughs> yeah. And then they essentially tie him up on the same stage where like Sydney had done her play and. Um, so then he, he's kind of getting hazed a little bit, given, yeah. you know, all of that. Who fakes um, a kidnapping in the middle of a mass murder spree? <laughs> true, true. God no, damn No, I know. I was people. like, oh, because, like, you're, like, at first you're kind of like, he's like, you're going to die tonight. And we're like, oh, okay. And then it's all these people come out and they're like, ha Yeah. You gave up your letters, bro. Bro, I thought this was a real murder, bro. Bro. Nah, bro, it's a fucking frat kidnapping, bro. A good old-fashioned frat <laughs> kidnapping, <laughs> bro. Um... Then I'm comments on his cross position later in the movie when the f- climax happens. Yes, it was very Jesusy. Yes. Um, was, it, was it a coincidence he was done like Jesus? And said, like I would have never hurt you, and then he dies. <laughs> I thought he looked a little more like the Day Man, <laughs> Cha- uh, fighter of the Night Man, yeah. champion of the sun, and friendship. He's the, the master of the karate. master of karate and friendship Damn. for everyone. Yes. I don't. I watch it that much. Always sunny. So I've seen that episode too many times. Okay, not too many, but enough. Yes, too many. Yes. The gay cop gets killed. <laughs> well, I okay, so they're driving, they're at like a red light, and then Ghostface like gets through, kills the one detective, and then mm-hmm. the other guy gets out. Ghostface the older is, cop, right? Yeah. That's David Arquette's dad. Oh. Mr. Arquette, thank you for appearing in our movie. Um then Ghostface is driving the car, mm-hmm. the detective's on the front, he's like trying to be like he's like, I'm gonna get ya da, da, da. and then Ghostface crashes the car. The detective dies. That's pretty brutal with yeah. that whole thing. And then Sydney and Hallie are stuck in the back seat because it's a cop car. They can't get out. Ghostface is like Yeah. Knocked out. So they have to crawl over Ghostface to get out. That was that was It was super tense. It was, yeah. They should have found the knife because he always only has one threw it away strangled him to death while he was unconscious why yeah why didn't they kill him while they had the chance or remove the mask well and that's well yeah. and then cause, well, she know, tried to she, she goes well she's yeah. like going to and then like they're like okay you need to go and then she goes back because she's like i just have to know mm-hmm. and then she goes ghost face is gone and then hallie gets killed yeah. Yeah, he like, uses his uh flash super speed he enters the speed <laughs> force and then gets yeah. around behind the, the therapist girl um well the other part t- the other tent the other tense part is when she like accidentally hits the horn. Yeah. And you're like waiting for Ghostface to like wake up, but then mm-hmm. they don't. So yeah. she just keeps going. It was creepy. It was. It was intense. Maybe and then Ghostface was awake then, and that's how he knew where they were going. So he was more on the ball so he could trap them in a second. Yeah. Maybe. Perhaps. And then we jump back to Gail. 
and she finds cotton and he's in he's all bloody uh-huh so she's and like, he's oh, like get away from me and, and he's, he's like, like it's he's not what it looks he's like. like i found dewey like i found dewey and yeah. then she's like fuck this i'm out yeah and she goes and she calls the police and then debbie's right there being like oh trying to get the story and then gail's like i have the story and then she like calls saying it's cotton weary um and Kilo, then it's not what you think i just bit the head off a pigeon it's not my blood <laughs> <laughs> um and then we've got sydney back at the stage and yes. the light is on this is here we are we are at the climax of our movie yeah um the scenery changes um the, so the scenery is dropping down blocking her in mm-hmm. and then derek drops down and he's yeah. still alive but his mouth is taped shut you know so she's yeah. quick she takes it off everything um Got a dick drawn on his forehead yeah. and then, ruining the mood and then cindy like slaps him awake though kind of yeah. like what are you doing and then um you're gonna miss the climax and then we find out that mickey's the killer mm-hmm. yes mickey is everything okay yes <laughs> Um, that was a huge bummer. He, so like, so he removes like, Timothy. The, no, he removes the mask and he's like, he's like, oh, Derek's my partner. Like, come on, you gotta believe me. Like, it's the boyfriend last time, you know. And Sydney mm-hmm. has that moment of doubt. Yeah. Um, and then boyfriend killer, boyfriend killer. Sid, the man is lying. I'm tiny. Sid, I'm tiny. I'm tiny. What do you think, Derek? Sydney experiencing some deja vu? No. No. And then Sydney kind of goes to, um, so then Mickey ends up shooting Derek. So Derek is killed. And then Derek is like, I wouldn't have ever hurt you. I was different, but you threw me away. This is really your fault, Sydney. Hope I don't <laughs> haunt you. See, and, well, and Mickey's a dick, though, because he's like, he was a doctor and he would have been a doctor. And like, you know, like he like reminds yeah. like Sydney, like what just happened. Yeah. And then Sydney like starts to kick his ass. And yeah. um, but then also reminds and then um, she she reminds him, like, did you forget? Like, I killed Billy. Yeah. Like, I killed them. I love that. The joke's like one thing you forgot about or one thing that's different or one thing you forgot about me and Billy. I shot him six times. <laughs> <laughs> You let him out. Um, I fucking killed him. Mickey's got the gun and the knife and all of that. And then um, Gil comes in, like, oh, is like the special guest. And then Gil's like, no, 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 no. And then Debbie Salt walks in, and Sydney's like, Mrs. Loomis? Ah, oh, Friday the 13th style twist. <laughs> Billy's mom. Yep. So Gail researched enough that she knew that Drew Barrymore died second after her boyfriend, but never googled mrs loomis but she said she got a makeover and she lost 60 she pounds, lost 60 pounds and got yeah so that's the whole thing is she Still, got a makeover gail eyelashes gail, and a new bob it is kind of amazing that sydney recognizes her right away and gail has been dealing with her this whole time and never put it together almost unbelievable well because she probably interviewed <laughs> her like once right right, right. I a mean, long sure. time ago i mean sure but i mean um just like thinking mm-hmm. through the process yeah. um but earlier in the movie, Gail does say that she looks familiar. She just didn't, yeah. like, couldn't You look familiar. It. Did you know Billy? Um, and Loomis. then... I've never heard of him. So then Mrs. Loomis uh, kills Mickey. Yeah. But on his way... As Mickey, on Mickey's way down, he manages to get a shot off and gets Gail. Yeah. So it's kind of that. And then she literally said, two birds, one stone. So then um, there's another... So she ends up going with her whole plan about how she's going to get away with it and, like... You know, Mickey's whole thing is more, um, you know, the whole movies. Who's going to buy that? You know, she's like, mine is just for good old revenge. Like, you yeah. took my son and now I'm going to take you. Yeah. You took yeah. my murderous, psychotic son that Can I you abandoned. Believe? Can you believe it? No. I'm very sane. 
My motive isn't as 90s as Mickey's. Mine is just good old-fashioned revenge. You killed my son. And now I kill you, and I can't think of anything more rational. You're never gonna get away with this. Parents are weird. <laughs> yeah, my parents wouldn't kill anyone for me. <laughs> Bastards. Yeah. Well, she does, she gets really nutty when you start talking poorly about her baby billy it's very pamela Voorhees. it's yeah. very friday the 13th oh, oh absolutely yeah. i love um, it <laughs> loomis i don't want to further enrage enrage you but he preferred to be called will <laughs> my note literally says and then she gets stabby and shooty <laughs> that's true um and then because cindy knows her set so that's the thing is she kind of has that to her advantage so yeah. she's like she's got the fire axe she's cutting things like everything but like mrs loomis is just missing everything like two different sets of lights fall doesn't yeah. knock her out but then eventually, Sydney's able to get it where she's down for the count. Yeah. Um, and then, but wait, before we're down for the count, I jumped ahead. I got a little excited. Um, Cotton comes in. Yes. And she tries to. Cotton comes in. Mrs. Loomis. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, you know, she's got Sydney, like, the knife to her throat kind of a thing. And mm-hmm. she's telling Cotton, like, oh, like, you know, if she's out of the way, you can get everything you want, you know, like. She's she's playing into what he wants. Yes. Very aggressively. Um, and then. Imagine so how he's, famous he's you kinda, could be if you help me murder Sydney and we got caught together. So Cotton does shift the gun to Sydney, but then um, he said to her, like, oh, I bet you Diane Sawyer looks great now. Yeah. And there's that pause and Sydney's like, consider it done. And yeah. then he manages to get the shot off and hit Mrs. Loomis. Yeah. Uh, so Very lucky. BS, they're both lying there. Sydney's holding her breath for dramatic effect and then breathes after five seconds. <laughs> um, and then Sydney asks for the gun from Cotton, and then Gail, like, shoots up. Like, oh, she's still alive. Yeah. Which, and then Cotton's like, you scared me half to death. Like, is there anyone else down there? And she's like, no. He feels very wholesome. He does. He does. But also, like, sometimes very aggressive when I wish it comes to money. It, with that thing with between her, him and Sydney, like, Sydney had been more just, like, distraught and the, kind of the crazy one. And him being more, please, like, I need to be on the air. Like, I need this money. Yeah. And then her freaking out, and the cops come and arrest him. And that would just help just keep him that wholesome character throughout the entire time as opposed to, well, I'm the I'm the bad guy until it's proven I'm not. And then you can root for me again. Right. Um, and then we always know that one of them comes back. Yeah. And yeah. you're thinking it's going to be Mrs. Loomis, but yeah. it ends up being Mickey. And then the yeah. girls I don't. It was Billy. Billy would swing down like Tarzan <laughs> style on a ski. set rig. Ski. Um, uh, so, ski, but then ski, the girls, ski. like, so Gail and Sydney both go, like, they get gun happy. They're yeah. just like, pew, 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 pew. Yeah. And then um, Sydney shoots Mrs. Loomis dead in the head, and she's like, just in case. Like, yeah. no hesitation. She's just like, that was fucked pew. up. That might be considered <laughs> well, murder. Like, All right, Sydney. But that's, but you got to think, that's the same thing she did to Billy. Yeah. So it's like that nice callback, too. Yeah. Um, you know, and then Joel comes back and is like, I'll record with you. And she's, and then she's just kind of like, oh, wait, nope. Dewey's alive. I got to go. Yeah. You know, so Dewey, Dewey survives. Dewey's um, alive. And the knife. Duford, I love you. <laughs> Rickety Dewey's alive. The knife went through old scar tissue and that was what was saved his life. So where he was stabbed last time is why he was stabbed in the same spot. So that's how he survived. Interesting. Um, what a. <laughs> scar tissue tissue that has proven itself unable to stop a knife is what saved is what him. saved him right um again sydney's hounded by reporters and they said oh what's it like to be a hero and sydney directs redirects it to cotton yeah 
And, you know, it's kind of like Cotton is appreciative. And then he goes, you know, oh, I would love to tell you my story, but it all comes with the price. Yeah. Just contact me. Oh, dick. Hey, like, can you tell us why all these people are dead? Yep. Write me a check. But he'll, it'll cost you. What stage capitalism is that? <laughs> um, Late. And then Sydney walks off, and that's the end of Scream 2. And then yeah. she sprouts bat wings and flies <laughs> to find her mother, Sarah. Oh, yeah. oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, so that is... This is a good one. Final body count is 10, which is more oh, than yes. the last movie. Final How many more? I think seven, seven was um, the body count in the first one. That sounds right. I didn't even think about that. Um, Did they abandon the whole name thing as soon as they found out what it was what with like because like the marine oh, and and casey yeah i i think they... i think they were just getting closer and closer <sighs> so to her i want to mention that the original script had the roommate hallie being one of the killers yeah and then derek the boyfriend being the other killer because hallie and derek were in a secret relationship but it got released oh, it got online. Leaked. It got leaked, so then they changed it. That was one of the first big internet leaks. Mm-hmm. Because this movie came out like right when the internet was getting kind of started. Yeah. No, I just I just thought that was worth were. mentioning because it is, you know, and that's kind of you hear movies now where they're they they keep the people guessing because mm-hmm. they don't want to give it away. Um, they kept the last ten pages of the script from everyone mm-hmm. until the last day and they, of shooting. They took bets, yeah. right? Probably. Like, oh, did I see that? They animated seven false endings to throw even the <gasps> staff and crew off. Oh, no. So they did. They took bets and David Arquette won. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, I know Cammy's usually one with the fun facts, but I got a little carried away. Kaylee did some fun facts this week. I know. I'm sorry. Um, oh. Fun fact. Sarah Geller's of, middle name is Michelle. <laughs> one of the other things that I really liked was that um, the creepy voice wasn't added after like so yeah. roger jackson was actually like on the phone with them and everybody else was really unsettled except for Mich- sarah michelle geller who like kept talking to him between takes yeah that's so funny Aww. um this, this is a- the longest one this is the longest run time yeah. for any of the scream movies longer than i thought it would be really yes it I- didn't feel that long it didn't feel me. that long either I feel like there were a couple scenes that it. were. Oh yeah, you, well you were watching it this afternoon. That's poor right planning. Yeah. Where we were supposed I to be here. I slept three extra hours in the middle of the day without planning on it. So oh, I guess I guess that's your body saying you need it. <sighs> Isn't um, that I didn't just need it. That brings wonderful, my, Kyle. That brings my total up to like thirteen hours today, but still. <laughs> um, I have a problem. I, thirteen hours. So, so somebody bought Scream Two after the success of Scream. Uh-huh. And refused to sell it to Dimension because they hated the first movie so much. What? Dick move. So they like they like knew like that they were probably gonna make a sequel. So this guy bought the domain and like wouldn't give it to him for the website. That's oh, the so website. Funny. That's I so thought, petty. I thought you said That's he like bought horrible. like the rights. No, no, no. To like, the film franchise. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, he bought the Scream Two. Like eccentric URL. millionaire. Surprised doesn't happen more often. Oh, oh man. my god. That's um, funny. My last um, thing for fun facts was that um, Scream 2 at the time was, was recorded for the biggest December opening weekend, like making $33 million. Mm-hmm. And it the record was beat by What Women Want in 2000. So they held it for three years. Wow. Did you know that Titanic moved its premiere date 
Because no. of Scream 2. No way. They didn't want to come out on the same weekend because of like box office, yeah. you know, money. Yeah. Dev Campbell was in both, it would confuse them. Titanic, which ended up being the <laughs> most profitable movie ever for until James Cameron made another movie. That is, in, I didn't know that. That's insane. Yeah. It was t- Titanic and um, uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. It was a James yeah. Bond movie. Yeah. Um, but like Titanic. Like, moved it. Afraid of Scream. (laughs) Yeah. Everybody and their mothers saw Titanic. True. That movie, I I just, I was, I was really young when Titanic came out, but I I still remember it being such a crazy phenomenon. I just remember. Everyone saw Titanic. I wasn't, when I remember the first time I watched Titanic, it was at, like, my neighbor's house, and they had, because it was the VHSs, and I was only allowed to watch the first VHS. Yes, not the second one. Not the second one. That's when it gets really intense. But I'm like, okay, so I can watch the sex scene, but I can't watch, like... That makes sense. I'd rather my kids see sex than violence. But I mean, I think it just, like, in retrospect, I was like, wait, what? Like, I kind (laughs) of, like, because I didn't know, I didn't really understand what the second half of the movie was at the time. Yeah. But I was just like, what? So, yeah, Everybody saw that movie, and everybody was like... I remember being told by one of my classmates in like first grade when it when it came out on VHS that they um, they had sex in a car, and I was like, I don't know what that is. I'm sick. But isn't it on a boat? <laughs> I'm sick. <When laughs> it's I, in a car on a boat. When I first saw it, I got Titanic and Hindenburg mixed up. And I, was, <laughs> I was very confused. Oh, the humanity! Does the blimp come in later? <laughs> Does it save them from the iceberg and then? Blimp <laughs> <laughs> was the hero. Oh my gosh. <sighs> yeah, no, this is. <laughs> <Scream> too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I I enjoyed this a lot more than I remember enjoying it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I think is what's going to happen with three and four as okay. well. Um, I'm excited to watch them. Yeah. No. Um. So. Next week, we're going to be coming at you with Scream 3. Yes. So, I scream, you week. scream. We all scream for Scream 3. <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> so, it'll be it'll be interesting to see what they do with it now that we've kind of hit Sydney in high school, Sydney in college, and see kind of where it goes next. Sydney uh, as a doctor. Sydney as a Xanax popping mother of three. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Sydney um, as a old lady but then her daughter her granddaughter reconnects with her and they lock the killer in a basement and set them on fire sydney as a grandmother and they <laughs> discover the heart of the ocean in a ball <laughs> this is titanic 2 <laughs> titanic 2 sydney has a daring space miner who comes across a strange planet with a distress signal and weird pods on it oh my god in space no one can hear you scream <laughs> <sighs> All right, bye. We can't top that. <laughs> no, no one can. Where can we find everybody? Oh, pff, I don't know. Check the show notes. Oh, no. Oh, you can find me on Instagram <laughs> at Crambles. And you can find us as a network at Spooky Time Network on Instagram. Also on Facebook. Sometimes we post stuff on Facebook. Sometimes. Sometimes. Sometimes we sp- post stuff on Instagram. Sometimes you can't trust what's on Facebook because who knows who's really posting it. Sometimes you feel like a nut. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you don't. Nope. Butts, um, no nuts, no coconut. No. All right. Where can we find you? Find Wait, me. you. Kyle. It's Kyle's turn. Find me atop a coconut tree at Twitter. Um, find me on Instagram at old man yells at clouds, all underscores between every single letter. And by letter, I mean word. Um, 
If you want to donate $77, that's a magic number in the Hobbit years, to our uh, Patreon, I will download video, video editing software on my computer. I will do the work to make Scream 2 and Aliens into one like trailer. Okay. And try All and right. get Nev Campbell right. $77. over Ripley. Genius. Like right. deep fake it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at your girl K Jen, and you can also find Jarrett, who hopefully will be coming back to us soon at Musk underscore. Yeah, Jarrett's still in the Caribbean. Do you guys think Jarrett could be the killer? <gasps> I mean, everyone is a suspect, Ooh. and he's the perfect, or he is quote unquote the perfect alibi. I was I'm hunting werewolves here. in the Caribbean. <laughs> he kind of, you kind of left without a trace. So, <gasps> Jarrett, just like Billy. Well, uh, tune in next week to find out if we. Find Jarrett and um, press the tackle scream three. Oh, uh, yeah. Ah, yeah, come listen. Three. Come hang out with us. For another, you know, just give us another hour Fun, of your time. Fun, flying, jump, jiving, sister, sister slapping <laughs> episode. Okay, bye. 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 Could I be the killer? <laughs> if there is some freaked out psycho trying to follow in Billy Loomis's footsteps, you probably already know. Or her. Or them, they're probably already in your life. They get off on that.